this truck has naughty words. Welcome to the Sexy Selfish Podcast Series. I'm your host, Shona Gates. I'm a women's life coach, success strategist, and a self-proclaimed badass. And I'm here to help you rediscover your authentic self, stop delaying your happiness, and step into your truth. This podcast has been created to connect, inspire, and nurture mums who want more. Are you ready? Hayley from Miss Fortunes Vintage is a mum who has risked it all to follow a bohemian lifestyle full of passion and art. After becoming a single mum at 22, she had to re-evaluate her entire life. She left university to follow her heart and that has led her to starting an online recycled clothing business falling into fashion design, and she's now pursuing a dream of becoming a circus performer. Haley and Misfortunes Vintage is such an incredible podcast. We'll be talking about all things sustainability, being open to accepting your vulnerability, and making the transition from backpacking and living in a van to becoming a full-time mum. So I'm so excited to share our podcast interview with you today. She also has a new website launching late July, which is all about where blog, fashion, spirituality, and motherhood merge together. So let's meet Haley of Miss Fortunes Vintage. Hi everyone, welcome to the Sexy Selfish Podcast. Today I'm chatting with Hayley from Miss Fortunes Vintage. I can't wait for you to meet her. So Hayley, why don't you come in and, and share with us a little bit about your journey before becoming a mum? What was life like for you then? Hi everyone. Um, so it's been quite a journey really. Um, before I had kids, I was kind of studying at uni, doing a science degree, um, traveling around a bit. Um, yeah, just kind of floating through life, not really knowing what I was doing, just kind of like dabbling in things, but never really throwing myself into anything. Um, I just kind of felt like I had all the time in the world to just waste, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, so. Um, I was traveling, um, in a van on the West coast of the United States when I found out I was three months pregnant. I was living out of a van. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that was kind of crazy. I was on my like big kind of travel adventure and um yeah just kind of you know found out just I was young and free and living yeah. it up and then suddenly like yeah. oh shit <laughs> yeah pretty much um but the funny thing was like my first reaction wasn't like oh I have to go home it was to keep traveling <laughs> I was like I love that stop me like this is cool like I'm gonna keep traveling and just view this as the next 
the next part of my adventure. So, so how was I that thought... traveling while being pregnant? Because I'm you're probably like skipping out on all the normal like nesting instincts of setting up a yeah, nursery. Totally. So what was totally. that like? So like you have to kind of imagine I was in a van. I had no bathroom, like no permanent bathroom. I was experiencing morning sickness and all those things. I was just so out of my comfort zone. And obviously like, you know, you get kind of anxious and all these ideas are running around in your head. But um, yeah, I just kind of took it in my stride and I just, I didn't want to stop my adventure. So um, yeah, I kept traveling. I went to, I went all the way up to Canada and um, I spent some time there. And then I flew down to Guatemala and I like trekked through the jungle and <laughs> climbed up pyramids and Oh my God. I struggled to get out of bed when I was pregnant. I know it was, um, it really tested me to be honest. It wasn't easy, but, um, I don't know. I kind of had this, you know, I was thinking, you know, I am going to have to kind of settle down and come home soon. So I think I was just making the most of the situation. Yeah. And what a well-traveled little baby inside of your tummy. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. so what was that like when you when you came home and obviously you had a your little boy here in Australia? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was um that's kind of when it started to feel really real. Um came home, um, I was already quite far along in my pregnancy and didn't really have much time to nest and settle and we weren't really sure where we were living and um, it kind of just happened so quickly. So I guess, um, yeah, that was quite a shock. Um, just like, you know, everyone goes on this big, um, dreams of these big, like kind of life changing trips overseas. And I really do feel like I got that. Like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I left and came back a totally different person. Definitely. That's amazing. So obviously mm. like going from that transition from a very, you know, obviously quite an adventurous lifestyle and a spontaneous lifestyle to then becoming a mum. How was that transition yeah. for you? Um, it was massive. It completely turned my world upside down, inside out, everything. Um, it's like, oh, you know, those first weeks with your baby, that's just the most beautiful time. Like so much love and hormones and all of that good stuff. Um, but then kind of the reality of it sinks in and you kind of realize oh, I'm, I'm at home with a baby. Um, I was a stay at home mom for quite a while. Um, and honestly, I felt really kind of isolated and really cut off from, I just, I didn't really have a community around me. You know, I just, I would go to mom's groups and I just, couldn't really connect with anyone. I just didn't have my people around me. You know, I had family and friends, but I really I never got that kind of um, bonding with other young mums or other mums, you know. Um, and I kind of was craving that for a really long time. Do you um, feel that there was anything in particular that, like, um, contributed to that feeling at all? Um, I guess... 
I guess it's like for me, like when I was, I went to the mums groups and everything and I like, we had very similar situations being quite young mums. For me, it was the age gap. Like everyone else in my mum's group was over 30 and they had houses and dogs and cars and careers and all, they've already done the traveling. And I was like 19 and there was just this big barrier. Yeah. Yeah, it was an interesting concept. Yeah, it took me a long time to find my people, but sometimes it can also be that situation of, you know, you believe in certain things and you're quite an open spiritual person and sometimes you're put in a situation where the other people around you don't vibe with that. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, it's kind of confronting to be put in that those kind of environments where you're not really connecting with anyone or you just, yeah, it's, it feels a little awkward. It's a lot of things, but I guess you can either, um, yeah, I think it just kind of helps you kind of figure out um, where you stand and where your values are a bit more and you kind of just get a bit tougher. And I think that, um, you know, you can either be, I don't know, it's so hard. Um, I don't want to say that like mums just discriminate you because you're young. But they do. Well, they do. Like, I, I honestly I experienced it on the weekend even, just being out in a beer garden with my friend. I experienced it. Um, I guess it, it's just really, yeah. It happens all the time and it really does suck. Like, I'm quite fortunate in my mum's group. We still catch up regularly. But there was definitely women in there that certainly look down their nose at you once they realise there is that big age gap. Um, that big age gap. And, and yeah, you just... Some people you just don't ever really connect to. And I do think sometimes age has a big factor in that. And I'm not sure particularly why, but it, it does. And there's no point bullshitting or saying that it doesn't happen. Yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> it definitely really does. Because it definitely does exist. There's so many kind of assumptions that people might make when they see, you know, a young mum walking down the street and they start to maybe question her and judge her. And yeah, but, you know, it is what it is and it's character building. <laughs> Exactly. And your little boy yeah. doesn't know the difference. He's like, my That's mom's right. awesome. She's badass. I don't care. Yeah. That's awesome. So how was all that, that journey of you like going through that pregnancy, um, obviously having a little boy and finding your feet, I guess, with everything. How has that led to what your life looks like now, like today? Well, it's kind of crazy because um, like, yeah, obviously for a while there I was feeling a bit isolated and then I went through this big just my earth shattered and uh, me and my partner separated and so again it's just like another another thing um, that I kind of had to deal with Um, but looking back now it's just been an absolute blessing like um, it kind of just really made me look long and hard at myself and the way I was living my life and what I kind of wanted to get out of life and I just kind of realized I didn't have time to um, just not really be true to myself anymore. You know, I, you know, I enrolled back in uni thinking that was the right thing for me to do. Um, because I was so close to getting a degree. So I went back to uni and, um, my just heart, my heart wasn't in it. And I was just doing it because, um, you know, I was so close to finishing. And then I realized, you know, that's no reason to do anything just because you, you know, just because you can. No, um, not at all. Yeah. So I kind of got a bit bored with that and I made the choice to kind of um, just leave that be. 
and then I just started um, playing around um, with clothes and, you know, had like a little garage sale at my house and um, kind of loved that. Um, just kind of found this new sense of community through um, playing dress ups, really. Like I would just start going to markets and networking and um, kind of started this um, online Etsy store and got a really good response. So I just kind of, something that kind of turned into a hobby, um, I just kind of kept pursuing and it's kind of been really cool. Just ran with it because you've always had such yeah. a, a unique, really cool style. How do you think that's evolved over time? Um, I definitely just care less. I just do not care. <laughs> what? I, I just, I'm way more bold now. Like I used to just um, feel a bit restricted, but now I kind of just think um, life is short and it's a playground and um, what have I got to lose? Like I just, I feel like clothes are such a good way to express yourself. Um, so I just love that um, when I, you know, I find this really cool vintage piece and then I can, um, sell it to someone at market or I can sell it to someone online who kind of appreciates your style it's almost like this kind of exchange like um, you've provided someone else with kind of a way to express their you know, they can express themselves and they kind of um, resonate with your style and your sense of aesthetic and so that's kind of cool um, so I just I've built kind of a little community through that and it's just surprising how clothes can bring people together I think that's so awesome. And like, mm. where, where did you decide to go with the vintage fashion rather than like that, you know, a lot of people and I've got friends in design and they're like, I want to create a label and they go brand new. What was the separation for you working with vintage clothing? Um, definitely. There's so many reasons actually for vintage clothes. Um, not only is it so much better for the environment, um, but the quality um, is so important. Like everything is just made from polyester these days, which is so bad for the environment. Um, but you know, buying vintage clothes, especially things that are handmade, um, it's just good to be aware of kind of what materials you're wearing, like natural fibers, like cotton and linen and all of those. They feel so much nicer on and they're so much better quality and there's more integrity to the clothes, more unique. Um, so it's kind of like, it's just so much better anyway, like regardless of the environmental benefits of recycling clothes. Like I just yeah. think you end up being a lot cooler anyway. Yeah, it definitely, yeah. definitely is cooler. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I wondered, that was my next question. I was going to ask yeah. whether the whole sustainability and environmental part came into it. Because I know that, you know, I work with um, a couple of different girls who are actually yeah. like environmental consultants type of thing. Cool. And they're really passionate about the reusing um, clothes movement obviously because of how many clothes just end up in landfill it's absolutely disgusting this kind of fast fashion that happens like it really yeah I think there's this battle between people who are so conscious and they're like yep I really love vintage clothes and I want to buy investment pieces and then there's this entire culture that's the Kmart culture and it's like how mm. much how, how much can I get every single week for the smallest amount of money and it all just ends up thrown away. How do you feel when you see things like that? Um, I, yeah, it's, 
It's so hard because obviously clothes should be affordable for people. And so I understand why people would um, be shopping at places like Kmart, you know, if you need to clothe the whole family. So I think you need to kind of find the nice place in between where you can make clothes ethically and sustainably, but also make them affordable to people. So um, that kind of led me into my next thing, which is I'm starting fashion design now and I'm kind of thinking about um, how can I intersect, um, how can I intersect the way? So you have clothes that go to op shops um, and then you obviously have a lot of things that just don't really sell. Um, I'm just kind of now exploring where do those items go and how can you intersect them and then create new clothes out of them that are affordable for people, that are stylish. Um, yeah, I think we just need more kind of minds thinking about how we can live more sustainably and um, just reduce, reduce how wasteful we are. Yeah, and it's that simple, small mm. switch between those boardroom conversations that are about profit and those boardroom mm. conversations that are about, wait a minute, are we actually being decent humans or not? Yeah, that's right. Like, what are you bringing to society and how are you benefiting your community? At the end of the day, that's what's really important. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So mm. what's your long-term vision for your business at the moment? Long-term vision um, is definitely, yeah, kind of what I described before, like starting to design um, and get some stuff produced that is really kind of making use of, um, making use of materials that we already have. Um, so I'm kind of, I'm still selling my vintage. I'm altering stuff. I'm just kind of playing at the moment. I, I don't really... Yeah, I'm just in kind of the process of designing and creating and just figuring out my next step. I um, Yeah, I'm just kind of gathering my resources right now and getting the skills that I need and, yeah, I just love playing. That. I love that. Yeah. You know, like so many women that I've yeah. spoken to and interviewed and, and coached, it all comes like they have to have this big sort out massive plan before they can even take the mm. first step. And I spend so long trying to get them to take the first step without thinking about the rest of it. And here you yeah. are just like, just playing, just figuring it out and everything's going so well. So anytime someone's yeah. like, I need to know what I'm doing, I'm just sending them straight over to your page and be like, look how mellow and relaxed she is. Just yeah. take a note out of Haley's book. So how yeah. does that, you know, like you're having time to play and figure out and gather mm. your resources and learn things. How does that all tie in with being a mum and, and being a single mum, in fact? I think my kind of uh, drive at the end of the day is that I want to show um, my son Harper, like, you can just, you can do anything in this life. You don't have to um, live by a set of rules. And we are creators and we can kind of create exactly the life that we want. Um, but you kind of just have to start doing things. You can't, you can plan, you can plan, you can plan, but you kind of need to just start acting. Like when you have inspired thought, you need to just do it. And I really enjoy the creative process. Like I love to sing and dance and draw and write. And for me, that's a lot of fun, but that's also when I get my surges of inspiration and that's when I feel really connected. And that's, those are the moments that kind of, when you're just really, exploring your creative side and just letting letting energy come in and out that's when you kind of have the most insightful moments and um and then when you have that you need to like grab it and you need to just write it down or just draw a picture and just 
um, kind of start to make it happen, you know? Yeah. I, I can't um, even tell you the amount of times I've had to pull over because yeah. I've like been in the zone singing along in the car, suddenly inspiration yeah. hits. I'm like, I need to pull over and write this down. Yeah. That's it's right. always when I'm driving it's so annoying that's weird <laughs> so yeah so what do you do for yourself for your self-care to keep in that creative place because you're like it's, it's very easy to get yeah. caught up in the do 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 of life what do mm. you do for you to take a break from yeah that motherhood and business and working yeah I'm so big on this you really do need to take care of yourself um because if you aren't kind of looking after yourself you just cannot perform at a good level um I eat really clean and I try and eat organic and this is this is big for me like I don't have a big budget as a single mom but um you know you can eat well cheaply like you just kind of need to be a bit creative so I definitely believe there's like huge relationship between food and your kind of feelings um, so that's one kind of thing for me, um, just eating the best I can with what I've got, you know, um, I really try and meditate and do yoga as much as I can, just rem- whenever I can remember to do it. I know it's not easy. Um, it's definitely not. Uh, yeah, it's really not. It's so much easier said than done, but I guess it doesn't really matter how often you do it. It just matters that you remember to do it. and. exactly because so many so many women beat Mm. themselves up if they're not doing something Mm. every day they're not getting the gym or they're not doing their pilates every day and it's like you got to take that pressure off yourself because not every day is a perfect day when you're a parent when you're a human (laughs) no it's never perfect like you just can't really strive for perfection you just kind of have to um just try and just do things that make you feel good. That's kind of how I live life. Just if it makes me feel good, I'll do it. If it doesn't, I won't do it. So that's kind of how I base my decisions. That's um, a, a pretty good way to do it. <laughs> um, yeah. So definitely yoga is a big one for me and just kind of learning um, those kind of mental skills to just, um, you know, get out of your own way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so tell me, I've seen on your social media mm-hmm. about some circus work. Tell yeah. me about that. So this is a funny story. I was, um, I was at my job, which I just quit, by the way. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> I was um, working in the cafe and I had just um, finished my university degree. Like I just kind of dropped it the week before. And I suddenly had a bit of time on my hands. Um, and as it would happen, this lady walks in and she just comes in and she's dancing around the cafe. And I just say to her, like, you're obviously a dancer. And she's like, well, duh. <laughs> and I said, you know, I've kind of always wanted to try performing or dancing, really interested in belly dancing, something to kind of just let go and get in touch with yourself. And she um, invited me to her studio and we kind of found a little bit, yeah, kind of learned about each other and, she turns out she's this performer. She's traveled all around the world. She's worked with Cirque du Soleil. She's just like done all these amazing things. And um, we just trained together for a couple sessions and we really hit it off. Um, and then she asked me to start working with her. And I said, yes, I had really no idea what I was getting into. She was just kind of opening up this whole new world for me. But 
it was this world where I could start kind of expressing myself physically and emotionally. And um, it was just a lot of fun. And so um, some of the things we do, it's kind of so challenging, but I, I just, I, I crave it now. I crave being upside down. I crave climbing to the top of a silk and like just dropping. Cause it's just, it's like facing your fear kind of daily. It's so fun. Um, and now we're kind of just training hard at the moment and we're hoping to get some work. I don't really know what will happen, but, um, I'm just kind of soaking up all the knowledge that she's got to offer and we'll just see what happens. It's a lot of fun. It sounds amazing. It sounds terrifying, but it sounds amazing. (laughs) And I I love that you're so in tune with yourself to just go like, this feels good and I'm going to do it without that whole, you know, people so overthink stuff and they go, but where is this going to lead me? Is this a career? Am I going to do this professionally? Instead, just doing something because it feels good. Totally. And that's the whole thing that I've kind of learned is that once you, it sounds so cliche, but I've never realized something to be more true in my life is that when you start listening to your head and you just start following your heart, like beautiful things will happen. Like you, your life will change when you just, you just, yeah, you need to just follow your intuition. You have it for a reason, you know? And do you feel by following that intuition and those little soul nudges that you're starting to attract more people on that similar journey to your your world totally you know how I was saying earlier I was I just had no community I just I was isolated I was lost the moment I started kind of just saying yes to the things I loved all of a sudden I just attracted all these liked minds and now I just have this wonderful community of all these new people in my life who inspire me and who we, you know, we just, there's so much love and support and yeah, it's, it, I do believe that it has attracted in the right people. Yeah. It's incredible. And like, yeah, I, <laughs> I've been through that as well. And it's like, yeah. all right, I'm ready to meet amazing people in my life now, universe, please send them to me. And then yeah. they actually do. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, it is like, whoa, it's so cool. So how has your spiritual journey evolved like you obviously live quite a bohemian lifestyle which is incredible how how's that you know impacted your not not your parenting I'm gonna say but you know it would it would choosing to go on that path of self-discovery that would impact every area of your life definitely I um it's kind of it's 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 hard you know um you when you're playing with a child, they need your full attention. It's kind of a meditation in itself, playing with a child, because you, if you're only half present, they, they see right through that. They know that. They end up repeating themselves to you. And yeah. So it kind of, it, I guess it kind of just reminds me, like being a parent is to just stop and play. But it's not always easy. Um, yeah, it's just so hard to strike that balance. Like I struggle with that a lot, you know. Um, it's, you know, the whole journey of parenthood is, it is more spiritual than I ever would have thought, you know. It's a whole um, metamorphosis. Like, you, yeah, it's, 
it's hard to describe. Um, it is. It is. Yeah. I get it though. Like I am yeah. always watching watching the kids' yeah. movies, like the Disney or the yeah. Pixar movies with my kids, and they're watching it because it's cute and fun. And I'm like yes. learning all these deep life lessons yeah. <laughs> from the movies. <laughs> Disney is great. Yes, yeah. so, there's so many like messages in there for adults that you never picked up when you're a kid. I so know. Good. I'm like, there's yeah. so many more layers to Lightning McQueen than I ever realized. <laughs> Lightning McQueen, yes. <laughs> Everything, it's so much more in depth than you're just like, oh my God, you know, this yeah. character needs a shrink, but that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Great. Yeah. So what yeah. has been the most difficult challenge for you as a mom? Um, I think the most difficult time was... Um, kind of starting to co-parent, that was really difficult. Um, just kind of, you know, I just wanted to do it all. And I just had this issue with control and I, it was really hard for me to give up time with my son. I really, really struggled with that and just not being in control of what he's doing and who his influences are. And, um, you know, and I kind of had to really just go deep and let that stuff go because um like he is just so lucky to have a mum and a dad that love him so much um who both want to share a lot of time with him um I kind of had to realize I was being a little bit um unrealistic I think um so that was a really hard stage um he was still quite young like maybe just one and a half when I kind of had to do that you know what it's like as a mum, you're just, you're so attached and bonded to your kids. So I really struggled with that. Um, but now it's beautiful. Like we're still a great family, all three of us. Um, and it works for us. So I That's feel like we've wonderful. grown a lot. Yeah. We've really grown a lot, all of us through that. Um, and we, there's still a lot of love there. So it's really nice. That's um, so beautiful. And do you guys live, yeah. like, is it a close close proximity to each other to be able to have that regular co-parenting contact yeah yeah that's right yeah we are close so it makes it a lot easier um yeah that was a big lesson as well just to um I don't know uh breakups are hard so it's hard to you know the person you want to like go "Ah," at to just kind of let your ego go and just um make peace with each other for the greater good you know that's difficult I'm sure it's incredibly difficult you know I haven't experienced it personally but it must be one of the hardest things to have so many different conflicting emotions at once and then to be able to have to override all of that for the sake of your kids that's a that's a big self-development battle yeah like that takes some balls right (laughs) some courage (laughs) I I think so um so yeah that that's it and I think what I've learned is that um another thing is like just kind of asking for help when you need it and showing vulnerability I think there's so much strength I didn't know this before but I know this now there's so much strength when you show a bit of vulnerability and you're just kind of open up to people and you be really real like um you don't have to kind of hide <laughs> and not show who you are you can talk to him then Hi, I'm not sure. I'm just going to have to pause for a second. Go for it. (laughs) Go for it. So, um, yeah, I was saying that um, 
I've really learned that uh, there's so much strength in showing your vulnerability to people, um, just opening up and not being afraid to ask for help when you really need it. Um, you know, like when you're a mom, you just, you know, you kind of, you feel so responsible for everybody's well-being, but there are times sometimes when you just need to, you know, call your own mom. <laughs> Be like, help, I'm not coping right now. I do that um, all the time. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, and yeah, I think, I think it's just good to be open and just showing people what's real, what your reality is um, and not being afraid, like not, not feeling like you have to hide those things. Yeah, like we're not perfect. And there's, you know, there's yeah. certainly a life behind the Instagram squares. And the only way we can connect with people is by showing that vulnerability. So you, you feel like that's definitely in the place where you are right now where you, you want to show that to people? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I just want to, yeah, I just want to connect with people and just build a community and just, you know, support, support people, get support, just kind of, you know, create that kind of tribe. Yeah. yeah that's so powerful and if, like so you're doing lots of markets at the moment yeah so how busy does that keep you yeah markets are a long slog it's a whole weekend thing it's um it's a lot of organization it's a lot of stitching clothes up steaming clothes washing um tagging labeling it's like a lot of labor but it's a labor of love like you know and it's cool because it's it's a weekend job and i can bring my kid with me i always probably need that extra set of hands to help because it's hard to keep a two-year-old in one spot um yes but um <laughs> but um it's just so cool that like, you create your office for the day and you it's just a social atmosphere and there's music and food and just all kinds of people um you just never know who you're gonna meet um and it's just it's just really cool <laughs> i really love it that's so awesome and yeah. people have been quite supportive of you with your business or have there been those people that are like wait a minute you you can't have it all have you had those type of people oh, i've totally had those people yes and sometimes the people that say you can't have it all it really surprises me who says that but i think you just have to kind of um uh, you know what you're capable of. And I think you should just never let anyone else's external opinion kind of affect you. Like if you believe it, do it. Don't worry about what people think. Don't listen to people when they tell you, you can't do it. Yes. <laughs> Don't stop believing that. Yeah. I'm doing the yes queen hands right now because mm, that's yeah. so true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it, it's nice. So yeah. Like you have so many people that, and it's, it's never you actually your limitation. It's them, their limitations projecting onto you. Yeah. But it's important that I think as mums and as business owners, we talk about that. Otherwise, when it happens to one person, you're like, oh my God, I'm the only person who people don't believe in. And it's like, no, yeah. actually we all get that. And it's terrifying enough putting yourself out there to the world and saying, this is what I do. Like, this is my business. Um, this is what I'm offering the world. And then for people to kind of come back with, oh, are you sure? Like, are you sure you want to do that? Um, you just, you know, if you really believe in it, you just have to keep pushing through because um, 
someone somewhere will resonate with what you're doing and that's what's important exactly you just got to find your people Mm. so you have a website coming out as well soon tell me about that yeah so i'm kind of i've been doing a lot of writing and just kind of thought exploration um i'm kind of thinking i want to do a style blog kind of where i just um just open up a bit about my life and the lessons I've learned and um, kind of incorporate my sense of style through that. Um, so I'll just like be making a lot of um, kind of outfits and then doing lots of kind of um, features. Like actually one thing I'm going to probably write about is um, maybe like a tantra workshop. Um, maybe I will write about, some yoga classes in Adelaide maybe I'll do something about the market scene in Adelaide um I want to kind of mm, kind of like show people um little community that I've made in Adelaide um I've been meeting a lot of interesting artists and people that um local businesses you know people that make organic skincare or they sell um really nice fruit and veg or yeah just kind of want to create a platform Find the um, mini Byron Bay in Adelaide. <laughs> we don't even need Byron Bay. Like, we're our own thing. Adelaide is so cool. And I just roll my eyes when people um, say otherwise because you just, if you can't see how much culture and community there is here, like, you're living under a rock. It is it, a cool place to It be. is so cool because it's so yeah. small as well that everyone yeah. can know everyone i walked into a video workshop in the city the other night not expecting to know anyone there was like three people that i know i was like what the hell is this but it's because adelaide is so small there is this real sense of community if you want that it's there yes it is it's beautiful we're so lucky to live in adelaide we are so lucky so lucky so what's next for you and your little boy is there anything big coming up for you that you're excited about or working on yeah at the moment I'm just yeah I'm just working really hard so I just um like I said I've just quit my job so um I was just getting too busy and I now just have so much to do um I just had to create more space to do that. So I will be writing, I will be practicing my performances, I will be at the markets, I will be styling things, I will be doing a lot. (laughs) So (laughs) yeah, I'm going to be really busy. And is that (laughs) a lot of work? Yeah. Do you take um, your little boy with you everywhere or is that something you have a great support network where you have help or how does that, how does the week to week look like for you? Yeah, he comes to the gym with me. Like, he loves it. It's a playground for him. Um, I just kind of, I don't really, I just kind of let him in to what I'm doing. I just, yeah, I don't, I don't know. He just, yeah, he follows me around and he just takes it all in. And we're just lucky that um, that's the lifestyle we can have. Um, yeah, it's cool. I like that um, I can just kind of, create a lifestyle that suits us both so that's pretty cool that's so great because i know there'd be there would definitely be Mm. some people listening to this podcast on the replay going you know well that's great but i can't like i don't know how she's doing that 
with kids to have hobbies and and time to meditate and do yoga is it just something that's a non-negotiable for you and you're just like you know my i'm important he's important but i'm gonna do this for me totally it's yeah i used to feel selfish but now i know that i can't be a good parent if i don't give myself that time to do things for myself and funnily enough, when you do start to do those things, like he just, he mimics me now. He will like sit down and, you know, before he's like, what's mommy doing? Why is she doing those weird poses or being quiet? Now he starts to join me, you know, and that's so cool. When you start to see your kid kind of soaking up what you're doing and they're learning from you. So it's really cool. Um, yeah, I don't think it's selfish at all. I think it's really important. It's definitely not selfish. Mm. And I love the video of him doing yoga with you and copying your moves. And I, but I'm looking at it and going, I wish my kids would do that. They just copy me when I swear. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) No, that's, that's very real. (laughs) I feel that. Yeah. So that's awesome. Hayley, it has been so wonderful chatting with you and connecting with you again and hearing all about you know, your ethical vintage business and this community and tribe that you're building through everything you're doing. I think that's the the underlying current of everything that's happening in your life is this community of like-minded people. And that's so special. Yeah, it's for me, it's just all about community and just um, in everything that I do, I just, now I try and think how how is this good for my community and what value can I bring? So yeah that's kind of yeah that's kind of it (laughs) that's wonderful so if someone's listening to the podcast where can they find out more about you like on social media or are there any particular markets you're at regularly yeah you'll find me um probably at gilly street a lot um in the next few months i'll be there um so you can follow my vintage page which is miss fortunes vintage um and my website blog, style blog thing, I'm kind of working on it, but that's called Rituals of Style. And so that will be on Instagram soon as well. So oh, I love that. That's such Thank a good you. name. <laughs> Thank you. I think fashion can, can be quite a ritual and style. is so individual that having your own little rituals about it is amazing. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your night and out of mum life to chat with us today. I know so many people are going to get value from what we've chatted about. And, you know, I'm really interested to come along to the markets and check out some to your, some of your vintage pieces. Hopefully you've got some pieces for me. I'm a little bit chunky, but funky. I'm, that's how I'm wording it these days. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and, I've got so much. Yeah, and your circus shows as well. I think that's so cool. So yeah. if anyone wants to try, like, the aerial circus stuff, is there anything in South Australia you would recommend that people could check out? I think there are a few really cool um, places in Adelaide that do offer um, aerial classes. I think there's even a kid's thing called circuits. Um, so there is a real culture about it here. Um But yeah, if you have any questions, just send me a message through Instagram and I can probably get back to you with a bit more detail. Awesome. And we'll see her on Cirque du Soleil rocking out in some vintage threads. (laughs) Sick. (laughs) Awesome, Hayley. Well, thank you so much, everyone. And we will see you next time. See ya. 
If you loved this episode, please subscribe and leave me a little love note by tagging me at sexy underscore selfish. To check out more of the Sexy Selfish podcast or to grab some of my little goodies, head on over to the freebie hub at www.sexyselfish.com. It's totally free and it's jam-packed with hours and hours of content for you. Thank you so much for being here with me today on the Sexy Selfish show and showing up today to become the best version of you. I'm sure you got so much out of today's episode and I know that I really did as well. If there is someone in your life who would really benefit from hearing this episode and some of the things we shared about, please share it with them right now. It's as easy as just sharing the link and you could literally change someone's life. Remember, it is time to stop delaying your happiness.